in a world where every diet you know is wrong. Well, not every diet. I mean... Yes, but almost every doesn't sound as good. Yeah, but... Shut up. One man stands alone. Well, not completely. I mean... It's time for Adam Martin, the No Breakfast Guy. And let's talk fast. Fasting, fitness, and fat loss. What's going on, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. My wife is sitting right beside me, and she tells me that I waffle far too much to start these podcasts, so I'm just going to get straight to it and say, good evening, wife. Good evening, husband. I don't remember saying that specifically, but okay. Yeah, you said it last time. Remember I said I, I say too many things before I get started or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, okay, actually, yes. All right, you do sometimes. Let's <laughs> just get straight to, into it then. Well, we are currently in Perth. Um, if you haven't already listened to our previous podcast, that uh, I think I titled it "We Are Leaving Melbourne." That was us leaving Melbourne. Now we're here. Now we're here. We're in Perth. We got caught up in the changing of the rules. Yes, we that, thought we made it. Well, we did make it, and, and then, then Mr. McGowan decided to change all the rules and lock us away anyway. Yes. But, but it hasn't been all that bad. No. We're in my auntie's house and um, we have a pool and we have lovely air conditioning and it's a big open space. And if we'd been one day later, we would have been inside a hotel room. And so, yes, we are thankful and grateful that that's the case. But um, mm. we also, the biggest news that we had to kind of uh, get out of the way was we secured a house. We have. So after all the trials and tribulations, it was trying to rent a place from Victoria in Perth, and no one wanted a bar of us because we're dirty virus-ridden Victorians. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're now in the state, and um, we've pretty much got, what, the second... No, we got the first place that we really applied for, didn't we? Here, while we're here. Yeah, the first place we applied for, yeah. yeah. A couple went off the market while we were still interested, but yeah. But this one was definitely our top-of-the-list favourite one that we were hoping for, and... Mm. We, uh, well, we a, got two. Well, we did. We got a switcheroo. We uh, were very happy with the one that we did get. And then on the day that we were meant to be signing papers, or we got the papers. We got the acceptance. And then we were very happy, but at the same time, it was it was the first one we'd applied for. We hadn't thought that it'd be easy to get. And also, we were you know still looking at the market. It was a relatively new suburb for us. We were sort of trying to think outside the box and consider other options. Um, so, yeah, we kind of got got approved for this property and we were like, oh, hang on, like what else is out there? And there had been also another property that we liked the sound of. So I did a very, very hasty call to that real estate agent. Can we maybe organise to do a virtual tour because we're really keen? Because we're in, still in lockdown and we can't get out of the house, so... <laughs> Yes, um, and then to the full credit of that real estate agent, she acted incredibly quickly. Uh, it definitely helped our case, I think, that we were already approved for another property so that she knew that we were, um, we've been checked out already and were, were a good, good option. Um, but yeah, and then we managed, we managed to pull, I suppose, the, the coup of the century for, for us, our little household oh, at least. Coup. Is that the word we should be using at the moment? Probably not. But, um, <laughs> to all you American uh, listeners out there, um, I hope everything is safe and well in your country. But yes, um, but yeah, I've, 
after this all happened, I announced it on my Instagram page and my DMs blew up and um, I put up a question box and saying, look, we're here now, we've found a place, what do you want to know? Ask us anything about the move to Perth. Um, I guess some people had listened to the previous podcast and some hadn't because some of the questions that came through were directly answered in that previous podcast, but we're going to rip through them because there was a lot. And so um, I'm basically going to do it as a question to Amy. And if I need to chime in at all, I will, but I'll ask the questions. You can answer them, answer them quickly, answer them slowly. It's completely up to you, but I think there's close to 40 questions. So, all right, uh, so we'll, so rip, let's, we'll, yeah, we'll rip, through. rip through it. So um, first one off the rank, loo paper, under or over? Well, I'm traditionally a over person. Um, however, Anna has been increasingly like pulling um, pulling the paper. So we'll, we may assess that based on what we find in the new house. No, it'll always be over. Well, apparently under, it's like slightly hot. There's more resistance yeah. for a toddler to pull on. I absolutely agree that that would be the case, but I will never live in a house that has toilet paper coming from yeah, under. Look, it's pretty annoying. <laughs> but yeah, we're... we're we're traditionally over people. <laughs> so, yes, interesting question, but yes, anyway, I don't think it has anything to do with interesting Perth. Start, I said ask us anything, so I guess anyone has asked us anything. Uh, next one, congratulations. Takes a lot of belief and courage and it has paid off. Best to you and your family. So thank you very much, Dean. That was a lovely comment. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Dean. Uh, are you close to the city of Perth? Yes. Just across the river? Do we say north or south? We're south. We're south. So I'm told there's a much more divide between the south and the north of the river over here. Like, obviously, we're from Melbourne, and we have a river that divides us as well, and there is a bit of a north and south of the river there, but it's definitely a, oh, you're south of the river, oh, we're north of the river kind of feeling here, but um, I don't really care too much to uh, care about it. No, no. Yeah. I'm sure we'll combat whatever we find. Yes. Um, Why did you move to Perth? Because I got a job um, that's... FIFO in and out of Perth. I used to be a mind geologist before we had kids and I am taking up that mantle again. It's um, I, I worked, did a brief stint in financial crime while um, sort of, yeah, in between working in mind geology and now I'm getting back to it and I, I've just really, really missed it and thanks to COVID it's enabled us to pursue this course of Events, basically. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's a really rambled way of putting it. But, yeah. but if you, I might just say this after every single question that has been kind of previously answered in that previous one. Mm-hmm. That's one of those ones. If you want to have a listen, go back to the other one. It's called um, "Why We're Leaving Melbourne" or something like that. So, but yes, that's a quick answer mm-hmm. to that one. Um, how long do you think you'll be living in WA? Is it a long-term move or something short? The minimum twelve months. Uh, but with the hope that it will be long-term. So uh, obviously a FIFO, <laughs> thank you, darling. <laughs> Apparently I'm not close enough to the mic or loud enough. Well, but You're a, not talking into a the FIFO, mic. So. <laughs> a FIFO lifestyle is, is very different. So we're trying to trial that with the, rest, with the girls and with Adam and hopefully it will all go well, but there's a chance that uh, one or – a few of us may hate it, and so we're leaving that option open to, to go back if it doesn't work out. Yes, we are uh, incredibly in love with each other, and we, we don't wish to see that change no. anytime soon, but uh, a change like this might 
have a negative effect on our relationship and we're certainly not going to let a job come between us. And so, yes, as Amy said, we've given it 12 months. Without a doubt, no matter how bad it gets, we're going to do 12 months. Um, but, yeah, at the end of that, kind of uh, call it and see uh, where we go. But, yeah, I mean, all intentions are mm. we can make this a, a lifetime move and something that uh, we're going to do because, obviously, it's your absolute passion to be in the it is, mining yeah. industry and you love it. So I really um, love it. And as well, as after we've secured this house as well, like an – and it's got a backyard. It's got a cubby house. We've got lots of Space. lots of things that we wouldn't ordinarily have had in Melbourne or been able to afford to have without significantly moving away from the city. Um, so, yeah, I'm really hoping this will be the start of a lovely new chapter for everybody. Um, to follow on from that, I guess straight away is how are the girls dealing with the move? Amelia is dealing with it like an absolute boss. She's been through a lot of traveling, I suppose, herself throughout her lifestyle and is a very resilient kid. Um, Anna is definitely taking a little bit, well, not a little bit. She's taking, um, I mean, effectively, Anna's been a lockdown baby. She wasn't born during lockdown, but she's had a very sheltered life up until this point in time. So she is not as used to all of the, like I think we've been in, in two houses in, in, in the last two weeks um, after having spent pretty much her whole life that she can remember in the same apartment. So it's been a lot of change for her and she's, she's doing pretty well considering, I think. Um, it's a few more night wakings. Uh, we've also had to deal with the time change difference which I think it took a few days, but she's she's handling that really well. So she's still definitely very emotional, um, clingy, wanting feeds a little bit more often. But, yeah, otherwise is a generally happy and content little little chappy, just like she was before. Um, partly answered this question already, but the second part not. So what was your motivation to move and was Perth your only option? Perth wasn't my only, uh, the only option. Um, there's also mining royals out of Brisbane and I suppose technically out of the Northern Territory as well. Northern Territory wasn't really an option for our family as we were seeking to still be in a major city. Um, but yeah, Brisbane would have been another option. There's just uh, fewer roles out of Brisbane. You were very close to a role out of Brisbane though. I was close to a role out of Brisbane and... Um, but yeah, there's I think eighty percent of the sort of mine geology work is is out of WA. So it's yeah, it's it's landed me this current role and will give me more flexibility going forward as well. Uh, was it hard moving with a family to another state? Um, yes, I, I mean I suppose because we went we travelled to France when Amelia was one. Uh, that was a lot easier than traveling to WA with two. But, you know, it's, I suppose we've done this before. So, yeah, what are you thinking? Like, it's, I mean. Yeah, I think there's, I think the permanency mm. of it in that even though we went to France with a kind of semi, well, this might be a move forever, you know, we might be able to make it work kind of thing. Mm. Um, there was always, I think, they're just, I think this is just going to be a good long break for all of us just to well, kind of... We had a return it. ticket that And we had a return well ticket, then. but like we, it was still, 
like we could live here and we'll just come back for Christmas and then go back kind of thing. I, mm. I, I didn't have that as a return ticket of oh, I'm coming back to my life kind of thing. But mm. I think it was always just a we need this break and we need to just enjoy some time together and get away from the grind for a bit, mm. even though we kind of out loud were saying, oh, this might be a move forever. In the back of my mind, it was always, no, nah, this is just a long break, whereas this is you're moving for your career. It's not like yeah. – <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a bit more permanent about it and so um the other thing is is a, is covid of course which has complicated everything because of borders and rules and quarantines and so ordinarily you know i might have zipped over to perth to look at the property market before we actually did the final move or we may not ne- may never left you might have just fifoed out of Mo- melbourne Maybe. Potentially, yeah. Uh, we may have, yeah, stayed in the state of Melbourne, or the state of Victoria, and, and continued our lives there. So, um, but yeah, COVID has definitely complicated things um, and caused a lot more stress and angst. Hence why we're um, in lockdown, when we shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I've ever been as stressed as I have been over the last month. It's been crazy trying to get the removalists, cleaners, houses, especially houses. Like we, we really try our hardest to uh, get to secure a house before we actually um, left Melbourne because I think we felt that that would be easiest to sort of move straight into somewhere. But it was just, yeah, it was proving very, very difficult. So very stressful. But I think once we get settled, I'm hoping that it'll all go away, fingers crossed. Uh, congratulations on the house. Did you buy? We did not buy. No. Uh, as I said, this is, this is a trial for the moment, um, with the intention that hopefully it'll be long-term, but not, not about to buy just yet. I mean, I've, I've always said, I don't really speak too much about money. It's not something we tend to talk about on, or I don't talk about on my Instagram page or things like that. And we have our own investment strategy for our life and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's not something that we tend to talk too much about, but I certainly have always loved the flexibility of renting. I know that you know the, the great Australian dream is to own your house, but I think that's a great Australian dream of a generation before ours. I think a lot of my age group, you know, the 80s and kind of now going forward, um, love the flexibility. And I guess COVID again changes things, but they love the flexibility of being able to pick things up and go anytime you like, travel around the world, see mm. things, do things, and that's become more of what people do. And, you know, my generation, again, I, I think I remember reading a statistic these days that not only will generations from the 80s moving forward, not only will they have five or more changes in jobs, it's it's anticipated that it's five, was I think it was three changes in careers mm. over their lifetime. So this idea that, you know, buy a house, get a job, work for 40, 50 years and then retire. It just doesn't happen anymore. And so the idea of sitting in that same house and paying it off over 30 years just isn't kind of the case. But in any case, um, I've always loved the, uh, the attitude of rent where you want to live and buy where you want to invest. And so um, I, I always like that kind of mindset because you get to live in a nicer house because, yeah, again, the house that we're moving into – if that was to come onto the market, we certainly could never afford to buy it. But the rent no. we can afford, um, even though it's an astronomical rent, <laughs> um, we can afford that in what we've considered our budget kind of thing. So 
But yes, that's just a bit of an expansion on that. Mm-hmm. Talking 101 economics here today, you know, a bit different. <laughs> but yes, so that's just um, where my head was at anyway. But yes, as I said, it was a trial anyway, so we weren't coming here to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, why'd you move to Perth? Uh, we've done that. Congratulations, guys. That's fantastic. Are you close to the beach? No. See, I, I'm going to just put a little asterisk on that. If you call the beach where we were when we used to live in Port Melbourne in Melbourne, I think most Western Australians would say that's not a beach, and I would agree with them. It's a bay that has sand on it, and so it's a beach. It's still a beach. But if we kind of compare it to a surf beach, because all the beaches here kind of are, in quotes, surf beaches and have you know some sort of rolling wave kind of thing, you know, our closest beach in Melbourne was an hour and 15 away, whereas this, it's what, 25-minute drive to a beach? I haven't done the figures. Yeah, I looked at Google, you. yeah, 25-minute drive. And so to me, I sit there and say, well, that's extremely close to the beach. Whereas I know if you're, if you're living in Cottesloe or Scarborough or any of those kind of beaches, I say, no, no, that's, that's living close to the beach. But anyway. Technically, no, we're not close to the beach. No, but not well. I consider the Port Melbourne beach a beach because you could stick your feet in the water, you could taste the salt, you could see the sand. I consider it a beach, and so we're much, much further than that. <laughs> yes. But we are near the river. Yes, very close to the river. Um, Why well, have you decided to move home? Uh, we've answered that. Uh, what suburb will you be living in? When does Amy start work? And what school will Amelia go to? I don't know that I really want to answer all those questions, but um, I start work at the end of January. <laughs> um, we're south of the river, and Amelia will go to a school that's south of the river. Yes. <laughs> that was. <laughs> um, what do you miss most about Melbourne besides family and friends? Or what do you? I'll say. What do you think you'll miss most about? I might just change that yeah. person's question because I'm not really missing anything just yet, but. What do you think you'll miss most about Melbourne? I definitely will miss Port Melbourne. We've lived there for the past, I don't know, like seven years. Um, something yeah, like that. Anyway. Right, yeah. yep. And ever since we moved there, we, we completely fell in love with it. Just the proximity to the bay, the, the, city. Um, the, the city, the markets, the, the shops. shops. Yeah. Um, we love Bay Street. Always have, always will. Um, so yeah, I'll miss the actual, the actual suburb, I think. Um, and then, yeah, obviously family and friends. I, I know it's not the same and anyone from New York listening to this, if there is anyone is going to say it's not a big city kind of thing, but, (laughs) um, there is definitely a, a vibe kind of like a life that the Melbourne city has. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, again, COVID has changed that because everyone's at home and all that, but, I've lived my entire life and a big chunk of it near to the city um, in the last kind of 15 years or so, uh, running my business pretty much in the city or near enough to the city. Um, And there is a, there's a vibe and there's a, there's a life about it. There's Mm. an energy about it. Um, Now I can't say I've experienced anything of Perth yet. And so in time to come, maybe there will be that kind of feeling, but I don't think it will have that kind of, because, I mean, there's 5 million people in Melbourne. There's a million people in the city of Perth. So there's just not the sheer number and quantity. And I'm a, it's weird. I'm an introvert that has extrovert tendencies in that, like, I, I actually am quite good on my own, mm-hmm. but I love knowing that people are around and there's 
mm-hmm. people and there's life and, and the there's, option you know, and the option there yeah. and so yes just having access to ungodly amounts of cafes even though I don't eat out at cafes but knowing that they're there and going you know having the option to go to them and all these things so I very much am open to the new city we have moved to um, but I think I will miss that that energy that Melbourne has Um, see I think I think Perth has energy but it's just it's a very different energy like Melbourne is a fast-paced energy and a cultural energy um, and, you know, striving to always move forward energy. Whereas Perth, I feel, I haven't lived here since I was two, but um, I feel like it, it's going to be more more about family and slower and relationship-based rather than anything else, I guess. And I'm looking forward to that side of things and to just slowing life down a little bit more, spending more time outdoors um, I mean, we've got the whole of Western Australia to explore as well, which uh, I have bigger than most countries. I've done very little <laughs> exploration in um, in Western Australia, and yeah, I can't wait. With my, I'm on a eight days on, six days off roster, so hopefully, when that aligns with Adam's work, we'll be able to just lots of day trips and explore the countryside too. And I guess that's part of, and trying to lead into what you were saying there is that, yeah, you know, I. My career, I guess, has been the first and foremost career over the last, I mean, obviously since we've been having kids, but last 15 years, um, you know, you have been extremely accommodating for my career to take first place to anything I needed to do or what I was doing or any question, you know, if I wanted to take some of our money to write a book and all those different things that I did to kind of grow my career and my, you know, things I've done in life or whatnot, you were, yes, no worries, no worries, no worries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've lived a very busy life running that business for the last 15 years. And so to kind of on the back of what you're saying, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to trying to take a step back, although this new online business, so I thought <laughs> I'll just, I'm going to chill out and I'm just going to do some online work and it's going to be great. It's just exploded, which is great, but um, it might seem me busier than I've ever been. But um, But yeah, being more of the, the stay-at-home dad figure now, whereas mm. you were the stay-at-home mum figure-ish, even though you were working things, but kind of Primary swapping roles. Swapping, yeah, swapping roles because I'll be a single single father while you're off-site and having to take care of the girls on my own, but I'm looking forward to that new challenge because it's certainly something I've never done. I've mm-hmm. always had you very much by my side in that <laughs> if you say, oh, you can take care of the girls for the afternoon, I'm like, yep, yep, no worries. And then oh. if something goes like, I'm straight on the phone. Amy, what do I do here? Amy, what about here? Just the other night, the alarm went off in the place that we're staying and I was in the shower and Adam comes in and goes, the alarm's going off and I'm literally rinsing the conditioner out of my hair. I'm like, what do you want me to do about it? um, But yeah, so I I think there will be a bit of a change in mentality. Whereas tonight, um, Anna did her first and only ever poo in the bathtub, like in the middle. Of, I was like, what is going on? It just appeared. Um, but yes, I didn't scream for Adam and be, didn't be like, <laughs> I just drained the bath and we filled another one and carried on. Um, so yeah, it'll yeah. be a different change in mentality, but I think that's good. Like, you know, mums aren't born um, or you know, females aren't born with all the skills to be a mother. You just develop that because you're forced into that situation um, so you'll 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 pick it all that up, no doubt, no doubt. 
Um, the girls are going to have so much fun in their cubby house. Yes, the house we've got has a cubby house in the back, and so Amelia is always already um, starting to get super excited about it all. Um, how are you explaining it to Amelia? I mean, as best as we can. She's she's four, so it's 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 limited what we can say. But you know, we told her that we were we were changing house, we were moving to the other side of the country. We said that mummy's going back to work to because obviously I've been off on maternity leave um, since we had Anna. Um, so yeah, I'm going back to work and that I'll be going away for work. I'm not sure that that's really sunk in with her just yet. It won't until um, she, you leave. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's gonna it's a it's a big adjustment. It's gonna be huge for everyone, especially Anna. She's she's Never yeah been being thrown into the deep end with this massively. We're trying to do everything we can to make the transition as smooth as possible for her, but at the same time, it's it's big and massive epic change for her. So you can't beat around the bush with that sort of thing. So yeah, but um, in terms of Amelia, she's she's a very remarkably logical child. So if you say something and you see the reason for it, she's just like, okay. Yep, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, congratulations. You'll soon make this house a home. Thank you very much. Um, what made you move to Perth? We know. Do you have any friends or family there? Yes, I was born in Perth. So I have a lot of extended family here and Adam has an aunt and uncle and cousins here. Cousin? Oh, uh, yes, um, yeah. some step cousins. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, we've got a bit yeah. of family and I've got some friends from... The um, mining world? Yeah, colleagues, yeah. Um, is there a pool in the new home? Sadly, no, no. no. <laughs> but we're hoping to get a paddling pool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Need new neighbours. WA looks like heaven. It, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, already, I mean, you know, I love the hot weather and so um, we've been blessed by the last, you know, every single day we've been here, it's been over 30 degrees and today was actually 41 degrees. Um, for all hot. you uh, imperial users, that's over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So, um, yeah, hot, hot weather um, and the pool uh, my auntie has in her backyard has come in very handy with that hot weather and their lovely air conditioning system has also come in handy. But yeah, <laughs> I love the hot weather and so I'm, I'm really looking forward to being a smug Western Australian in the middle of winter, still getting 17 degree days kind of thing. So, Which is um, so funny because I prefer Melbourne weather, but we have to move for my work. But yeah. <laughs> um, are you renting or buying? We said we're renting. Um can you put a pool in? No, we're renting. <laughs> um, and we don't have enough money even if we could. Um, we want to know everything. Well, I'm hoping what we're answering is uh, answering all of your questions. Um, are you purchasing or renting? We're renting. Uh, why did you move to Perth? Sorry, I missed the little videos. We've explained. Uh, why did you end up moving? We explained. No pool. Um, why did it take you so long to find a house? <laughs> well, you can thank <laughs> the, the, uh, property the, the Perth property market. I mean, um, again, if anyone knows, but um, Perth is going through and starting basically another mining boom. Um, China started buying up big again, and we have some of the best uh, products in the world, and so um, they're from us. And I think as well, like Australia being relatively 
unaffected by COVID. Um, but I, I'm assuming this. I don't. I'm not entirely sure, but I, I think you know pr- production has has meant that it's been you know largely unchanged, uh, which may be different in other parts of the world. So yeah, I don't fully understand it, but it's definitely boom booming over here at the moment. Um, where are you originally from? Uh, I am. I was born in Perth. Skipped over to New Zealand for a stint, Adelaide for a stint before finally starting high school in Melbourne, and that was due to my father's work. All those movements. And Adam. I'm born and bred Melbourne. I've never lived anywhere else. We we lived in the city. Um, I lived for the first five years of my life in Elwood, um, then moved out to the Burbs uh, to find school, basically. There's no schools in the city except for private schools and mum and dad couldn't afford that. So we moved to the suburbs and I lived there for the next 20 plus years and then moved back into the city to start my business and been there ever since. So, mm-hmm. yes. Um, duh, 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 duh. How is Amelia, uh, Amy feeling now it is so close to her returning to work and leaving the girls? Yeah, it's. Um, I suppose it hasn't really like fallen on me yet. Um it's, there's just still so much to do in terms of organising removalists to come unpack our stuff, to get the house, the to get school set up, uniforms, book lists, daycare. I'm still completely inundated with jobs to do. It doesn't really leave my mind a lot of time for perusing um, leaving my girls. So I think it will. It probably won't really hit me until I get on the plane or I think your first night in yeah, bed yeah I think so your, what do they call them dongers dongers yeah yeah. I, I think that's where and for me as well and this, this question does have and how are you as well Adam in that I think the first night that I have to put the girls through dinner yeah. and sleep and to bed and then I'm lying in bed I'm like oh fuck <laughs> there's no one else here I think that'll hit me pretty hard and then I think you might as well. But. I don't think the oh fuck will be as you're lying in bed. It'll just be after dinner. Oh fuck. <laughs> I have to do this all by myself. So, but yes, we'll, we'll find a way. We have to. So Yes. Um, why did you move? Uh, are you renting? Uh, um, have you ever been to the UK? It's freezing over here at the moment. Yes. We've been to the UK. <laughs> We've been actually when it's been snowing in the UK yes. as well. In London, um, back in t- the end of the 2017. Um, At the yeah. end of our France trip. I'd be very keen to visit again, but um, who knows when that will be, unfortunately. Yes. Um, what prompted the move? Uh, when's the Lambos arriving? <laughs> um, never. No, not never. No, it's actually interesting. Um I have a guy I follow um, on Instagram and I basically live my Lamborghini dream through him. Mm -hmm. Um, Not on Instagram. I follow him on YouTube. He has a YouTube channel. Um, If you want to look at him, uh, his YouTube channel is The Stradman. Um, The reason for his name is he – it's funny that his favorite car of all time is the Ferrari Stradale, I think think it's called, Um, Mm -hmm. and yet – his favourite brand of car is now Lamborghini. But in any case, that's why he's called the Stradman. It's just... You can't change your name halfway. But in any case, that's what it is. Um, and so I live all my dreams through him. He has a couple of different Lamborghinis and a whole host of different cars. But um, but he had an interesting con- uh, comment that he said the other day, and 
he was being interviewed by someone else and then he aired that interview on his, his YouTube channel. Um, and they said, you know, did you ever think that you would be in this place where you're owning all these Lamborghinis and these fancy cars and things like that? Um, and he was homeless five years ago. He was mm, living out wow. the back of his car um, and he was still trying to create this YouTube channel where he was filming exotic cars and he was living out the back of his car for 47 days. He lived in the back of a car. He would, um, you know, shower at a local gym. He'd, you know, eat, he'd use the Wi-Fi in a local McDonald's car park to yeah. upload his things. And anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a phenomenal story to see where he's come from and what he now has. Um, and in the back of his head, he always thought, I could probably get my hands around if I just gave everything I've got I could lease and get the payments paid on a Lamborghini Gallardo, which is kind of like the entry-level Lamborghini these days. In Australia, they're probably $120,000 to $180,000, depending on you know what vintage of Lamborghini Gallardo you get kind of thing. And so the reason I bring all this up oh is God. I sit there and go, I think I could consider the same thing. He said, like, if I just put everything I ever have and just went into that and leased it. I could probably do that, but he now has the flagship Lambos at you know six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars each kind of thing. So he never thought himself getting that, but he could. I think at some point in the future, distant future, um, I could see myself getting into a position where I could do that. But do I ever see them coming in any time soon? Absolutely not. There's many more things in life that <laughs> I want to do and need to yes. do, and when I've got other commitments like family and I would want us to have a house paid off before you bought a car like that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, all right. Um, the, how fantastic. Love the house. Thank you very much. Uh, how did you manage to buy in, uh, in isolation? We didn't. We're renting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um, I got that question a few times. It's up here uh, anyway. But, yes, we're, we're renting. We're in isolation. Um, I'm not we're gonna... keen, but we're not going <laughs> to... Buy something house, sight unseen. Sight unseen, yes. Um, and even that, like I feel a bit kind of anxiety even though we've seen this place three times on a phone, twice on a phone. Um, like, you know, we had a friend do it first and then actually the, the current tenant um, that was organized by the real estate agent. This is how amazing this real estate agent was. Is that I've always said very bad things about real estate agents, but this, this real estate agent was phenomenal. She organized the current tenant to walk us through. And it was great, and he was he was awesome as well. And he's actually, in fact, he's only moving down the road, so he might even become a family friend because he's Hopefully. got a couple of young kids. Mm. Um, but you know, seeing it through a phone, it really doesn't give you a sense of how big things are, where mm. things are, what things are, how they feel. Does it feel right being in a house? And you know, all those things that you you, know, you you get when you go to a place. So yeah. um, we, I mean, it looks like everything. We, we have want the it to general be, so. vibe, yeah. and that's all we're going to get yeah. at this point. So until we step inside, yeah. <laughs> Um, just want to say I'm so excited for your family to find such a lovely home and to move into. Thank you very much, Lisa. Um, you're so fancy now. Well, I think this house is more fancy than we've ever, <laughs> we've oh, ever yeah. really, yeah, it's, it's certainly, um, far more than, okay. I mean, our old apartment is yeah. a shoebox kind yeah. of thing. And so, but it's I mean, in a fancy location, I yes. suppose, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were to get this property in Port Melbourne, you'd be paying $1,500 a week oh, for it. Just, think yeah. it'd, be, yeah, it'd be crazy. But yes, we, we, we feel figured, quite fancy. <laughs> I, I suppose as well, like Adam said to me earlier, we want to give this the best chance for it to work. So for, for us to have a home that we really love, 
that you know ticks all our boxes that provides opportunities for our children especially um, in having a backyard which is not something we've ever had before um, we're, we're prepared to to dish out the extra dosh for for us to have yeah every every opportunity for this to work mm. Um, why have you moved to WA? He said, uh, I obviously missed information, so hopefully that's been answered. Where's the deck? Um, this is <laughs> this is an inside joke between uh, Jenny and I. <laughs> um, there's no deck at this particular place. There's a patio. Is that what they're called? I think it's just, no, it's just. No, it's, it's an outdoor with a roof, isn't it? Is that a patio? Is it a, is it uh, a veranda? I don't know. I don't know. But no, there's no deck on this there's one, There's an Jenny. alfresco area. <laughs> a alfresco, like, that's the one, yeah. That's what it is. Um, why did you move? We've answered. Does it have a pool? No, it does not. And that, I think, is all the questions, yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Apologise if this has been a bit rambling. We we missed an hour and a half sleep, hours of sleep last night. Anna was up in the middle of the night teething. And, um, yeah, so we're pretty knackered. But, um, and but then we'll I had clients there. this morning as well. And then, yeah, Adam hasn't slept. I managed to get a few catch-up hours, but, yeah, we're, we're pretty shattered. But I hope that answers all the questions. And I know some of you um, probably follow my Instagram page who then come over and listen to my podcast as well. And so following along on my journey, I document a lot about my family life and what I eat and what I do and how I exercise on Instagram. And so this kind of talk probably isn't too dissimilar to that because we're just kind of documenting the journey of our life and things like that. Um, but any, if any one of you listening in, if you're still listening to this podcast now, if, if this is not the thing you want to listen to, you're probably not listening to it anymore anyway. Um, but I'm going to get back to kind of regular listening on this podcast. You know, my, my intent this year is to talk a lot more about fitness, fasting, fat loss, and food in particular and getting guests on in relation to all uh, aspects of those kinds of areas. Um, you probably noticed that I don't talk a whole lot about fasting anymore, and that has been a calculated kind of move. Yes, I still call myself the no breakfast guy, and yes, I still don't eat um, breakfast, but um, the I guess the very emphasis. high emphasis that I had when I first started, when I wrote my book and I was heavy in the world of fasting and doing a lot of reading on it and obviously wrote a book on it and kind of that kind of aspect. Um, I don't I don't prescribe so heavily to that that you, know, you must skip the morning meal. It must be part of your regime. I'm far less dogmatic about that these days. I think it's an incredible tool to help people, um, you know, achieve a happier and healthier life. But I'm certainly not, you know, hanging my only hat on that. And so it has been a bit of a, a calculated shift away from just talking about fasting. But I'm still very interested in you know the, the, the science of fasting and what's going on out there. And so I do want to get some your guests on that will talk to fasting. But this year, um, and you might have felt it as well with some of the guests I've had on it, I really want to talk more about the mental health side. Uh, I don't think it gets spoken about enough. So when I'm talking about health, Yes, we're going to talk about physical health and talk about fitness and exercise and running. I've got a couple of guests I want to get on who are um, running specific people and obviously people have enjoyed um, my running podcast. So I want to get some running guests on, um, which I think would be great. Um, but I really want to talk more about mental health in all of its parameters um, and really kind of open up that Pandora's box because I think it's a, a topic that one, relates to a lot of people, but to, for two, can really help people live a properly happy and healthy life, not just a physically healthy life, 
Um, and, you know, we, we all think that living or being healthier will just make us happier and, you know, having the body of our dreams will make us happier when that's just not the case. And so I think getting your head right plus your body right is the way to kind of have a completely rounded and happy and healthy life. And so I want to talk more about that. Uh, but also more food, more food related. You know, we might get chefs on and talking about, you know, food in that capacity or, you know, it might be a dietitian or a nutritionist or a, I don't know, a naturopath or whatever it might be and talking in that um, uh, entity with regards to our physical health and well-being in our body. So, yes, I just wanted to kind of put that in here at the end and say that we're going back to pretty much, you know, regular listening. Um, If something comes up and we want to do another one of these or something like that along the line, it might be, but it's not going to be something anytime soon. We've documented this part of our, our move and our journey. I'm laying that to rest. And if anyone ever asks, you know, why have you moved to Perth? I'm just going to say here, there's been two podcasts. You can talk about, you can listen to that. That So, mm-hmm. Amy, thank you very much for coming on again. Pleasure. Um, guys, this has been another episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. We are both going to crash. I'll probably watch an episode of... Um, what is it called? Drive to Survive. I am obsessed with this Netflix series. If you haven't watched it, absolutely get out there and watch it. But um, yes, I'm going to crash after that and then we're going to head to sleep. And then uh, we are on day 10 tomorrow of lockdown. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Day 10 is lockdown and day 11 is our test. And then day 14, we are free. So yes, that's been another episode, guys. I really hope you enjoy it. As always, Down below, if you're listening to this on iTunes, give it a five-star rating and subscribe if you are on Spotify or iTunes so you never miss another episode in the future. This has been Adam, or more commonly known as the No Breakfast Guy, my lovely wife beside me. Thank you so much for your time. Let's go to bed. Everyone else, enjoy your night. I will talk to you again. Bye.